Hello and welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. I'm Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the show. This is another edition of Talk Radio. Today is Friday, May 14th. Today I thought I'd turn back time to the good dope days when the NBA was truly just a game of organizations going head and toe and rivalries that everybody loved. See, back then there was no three-point play. And that's changed the game. So those good dope days, we're going to look back at the NBA when we were kids and we used to follow the centers and how they would build the team around the centers. Let's look at some good old school NBA. Let's start with the Lakers and and, uh, Celtics. Remember how special that was? When the Lakers and Celtics played, I mean, it it was just, you knew that they were going to beat each other up, and just the fact that they made it to the finals again to go against each other was just a huge thing. And um, I was a Laker fan on the West Coast, but, you know, on the East Coast, you guys had your Larry Bird, and you loved him to death. Personally, I don't like Larry Bird, and that's because I'm a West Coast boy. But the point being here was these are when the organizations could build a team, they could cultivate, they could they could bring their players up, they could hold on to long-term extensions or contracts, and it was really the way the game was. See, on the business side, they let the front end on the playing side dictate what, what happens on the back end. Very different now because it's a money world. Hell, they can all shoot threes. They can all transition in, in a second's time, and they're all young, and, well, let's see who can make a name for themselves. That's the way it goes. But let's go back to those old days when we used to love the NBA, when we used to watch Chicago because they had the big artist Gilmore. Remember how dominating artist Gilmore was? I mean, what was he, 7'4 or 7'6? 7'6 with the afro. But, I mean, it was just an awesome thing to see. And back then, the whole game was was based around your center because there was no three-point play. And it was just a different time because without a three-point play, the game was a lot more close. See, it was a two-way game back then. Offense, defense. If you blocked them on defense and you got the ball, you would take a second, breathe, walk the ball up court, And then somebody, lo and behold, would call a play. I don't know if they're calling any plays anymore in the NBA, but I'm going to turn back time to the old dope days when the NBA was so great and we miss it. Okay, I think you guys are catching on here. Now, what about the Knickerbockers? Back then, they were actually called Knickerbockers. Now they've just dropped the boxers and they're the Knicks. Well, at least they've kept the same logo and the same jersey. Half of these teams nowadays, their jerseys and logos have gone wacko. Um, back then, you know, you had two jerseys, a home and a way, and, you, and that logo was ingrained in your city because that was your team. Because that was the NBA as we know it. 
you know, NBA was so great besides NBA and college, it, it had something else that I don't think we're going to see again. And it went like this. Remember that whistle? Remember when that whistle came? How it just made you want to dance? And it just made you want to have fun? It just made you want to take your kid to the game? Because the Harlem Globetrotters were in town. What a different brand of ball that was. See, it wasn't serious. It was fun. It was time to forget about competition and enjoy the game of basketball the way the game basketball was designed. And that is to have fun. And nobody did it better than the Harlem Globetrotters. I used to, when I was a kid, I remember when I went and saw them, oh, I was just mesmerized. I wanted to be a Harlem Globetrotter the next day. The only problem is I couldn't dribble the ball, couldn't shoot the ball. But I wanted to be a Harlem Globetrotter because they were just the coolest thing out there. And how special was it? Because it wasn't even serious competition. Do you think we could ever have another scenario like the Harlem Globetrotters in basketball? Who knows? One day, something might happen. But the Harlem Globetrotters was something in the past, and that was just good old fun basketball and uh, something you just don't see too much of today because the game has changed. They added the three-point line. What a difference that has made. Do you remember what life was like without the three-pointer? I mean, they would go back and forth. They would draw play. They would do their offense. They would shoot, score, or miss, and then transition back the other way to defense. And these games were closer. If they got to 100 points, that was a big deal. Nowadays, you see them get to 140, 150. It's crazy. These teams will go down by 30, 40, 50 points and find a way to, some of them actually, you have a chance to come back. But today, it's the all offense, 150 point NBA game. But I'm going to talk about old school basketball because I miss it. And you know what I've come to realize? I'm probably just getting old because when we can't change with the times and stay up with the, the new thing that's coming in, that's usually a sign of us getting old. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the NBA and I, and I keep up with it pretty good. But old school NBA, a lot of people after the game changed, after they put that three-point line in, they kind of walked away from basketball. Basketball lost a lot of its popularity in the last 10 or 20 years. And, you know, you, you can't blame the product that's on the court today. It's just a different product. It's a different game. And um, it's, you know, the organizations don't have the full... Actually, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say they don't have the full round team. The scary thing is they do. And that's because there's just a whole world of young kids that can shoot a three and transition back in a blink of an eye. And that's really what the NBA is all about nowadays. So the game has changed, but I want to talk about old school basketball because I miss it. And just like those Globetrotter games when I was a kid, I know I'll never see a good old-fashioned NBA, old-fashioned all-star game again unless we watch the classic channel 
or sometimes even on the All-Star game, it gives you a little bit of a memory of the old school basketball. Now, besides the Lakers and the Celtics, there were some big names out there. Anybody remember Moses Malone? I used to love Moses Malone. I mean, he would give it his all. He would give it his all each and every time on offense and defense. And that's what made this whole thing so special. Um, you know, you go 40 minutes bumping bodies with Moses. Um, I, it, was, <laughs> it, it was a great thing to see. And I felt bad for his opponents, people like Kareem or Artis Gilmore or um, Bob Lanier. It, it was just hard to do because Moses had a, had a unique way of getting underneath and getting position. And when he got that position, he usually wouldn't let go of it, not until they scored or he gets the rebound because that was Moses Malone. See, you weren't going to muscle out Moses Malone. Then after Moses Malone came Charles Barkley. Same type of thing. You ain't going to muscle out Chuck. Because they understood back in that time and days, to, to be a good um, basketball player, you had to be in the paint. You had to be able to get the ball. And you had to be able to take it up to the hoop. That was before a three-pointer. Now, it's a whole different game. Now, it's run and gun. Yeah, if it can get inside and score, great. If not the three-pointer will probably do better. But back in those days, not only was there offense, there was defense. And, you know, a lot of times you would see a game where there's only 70 or 80 points. And um, if they got to 100, that was a big achievement. To see two teams get to 100 points was a rarity. And, that, and it just made for a closer game. And uh, it was just a lot of good competition. I miss those days. They're not coming back. But I'm going to remember them here on the Sports Comedy Show. Because besides trying to add a little humor here or there, or add a song here or there, the Sports Comedy Show looks at sports when we were kids, when we were growing up, and the product that's out there today. And it's all changed. So today, I thought I would bring back the old dope days when the NBA was so good, now I miss it. God, I'm having fun with this. And I want to thank you guys for joining me. And um, I don't know who or where you're going to hear uh, a podcast or a storyline like this where it's just dedicated to the old NBA. Because back then, it was just the good dope days. Because the NBA had a, had a product. They had a league. They had rivalries, and it was just fantastic. I don't know if those days can ever come back. They probably can't. So we're going to cherish them, and we're going to realize the game has changed. And don't get me wrong, I like today's game. It's just very different. What I've seen, though, is a lot of people don't like today's game. I've seen pretty much it's the older crowd. They've turned away from today's game because they don't like the three-point line. They don't like the fact that players can travel or take three or four steps and not get called. They don't like the fact that it's not a defensive game underneath the, uh, underneath the rim anymore. It's a very different time. 
health. Not to mention the fact that there's so many new players, you know, it's hard to keep up with it. So we've lost a little bit of, of finesse with basketball over the years. So I don't know how to rekindle for those older people that have lost it. Um, I just don't think it can happen. But things move on. I mean, things evolve. The day's going to come when they're going to look at this game today, this three-point game, and think that these are the old dope days. Well, we probably won't be around. That'll be a long time from now. But the point is, everything goes around cyclical. So as it comes, it goes. As it develops, it turns into something new. I don't know what the future of the NBA is, but I, well, it's the three-point thing, and they're gonna, somebody's going to score 200 points sooner or later. Um, <laughs> I hope the other team at least scores uh, 190 and makes it close. But it's just a different game, different league. But it was that old game where Jerry West had the logo that still sticks with the NBA. You guys remember Jerry West and how special he was and what he did for the Lakers? I mean, he could dribble, he could shoot, he could play defense, and he was all over the court because he was quick. And he wasn't intimidated by those big seven-footers. Is there a problem? Why did we just pause? Unbelievable. Jerry West just made the game special because he had a vision that, quite frankly, became the future. Um, he was the captain. Back then, they had an actual captain. Unlike hockey, where it's a C and an A and nobody even cares. But the point being, the captain was not just the captain. He was the leader. He was the leader of the team. And he was the person who was going to take charge when the game was on the line. Nowadays, whoever gets the three gets to put it up, and let's hope they win. All these different comparisons between the old days and the new days. You know, back in the old days, hell, when you went to the game, you could get a program for two or three bucks and sit there and look, look at the roster and look at all the players and all the different articles. Well, nowadays, I guess you can get the um, program on your phone in a digital sense. And it's free. I kind of like the old way better because it was the best two, three, or five dollars you ever invested. Because there's just nothing funner than sitting in front of the game with the content right there. Just kind of like the baseball game when you had your hot dog and peanuts. It, it just, you know, it, it all fits. So the NBA, the old school days. What about the Chicago Bulls? Michael Jordan, five rings, you know. These were the days where Lakers or Celtics were pushed off to the side because the greatest player who ever played was Michael Jordan. And he had a good team to go with him. He had Scottie Pippen. Hell, he had a whole list of Horace Grant when he was young. Um, I, I can't even... Paxton. It was just... It was fun to watch. And it was because the organizations built a team. The Chicago Bills built a team and it turned into a dynasty. And they had probably one of the best coaches, if not the best coach, in Phil Jackson. You know, they call him the Zen Master. And to be able to balance or juggle all that talent and keep it going, he did a pretty good job. 
And then after that, he came to L.A. and did it with the Lakers. I miss Phil Jackson. I don't know what he's doing, but I just wish he was still coaching. Nowadays, eh, you got good coaches out there. But my concern is, do the players even listen? I mean, I guess they drop the play at the timeout. I don't ever see that play develop. Remember back in the old school days where they would, when they walked up to the court, they put their hand up with a two, three, or one, and they would actually design a play, and they would play the play just like a football game. These offenses, they knew what they were going to do. They knew who was going to break and do the give and go or try to get a layup. They knew who was going to shoot, so they would have the rest of the players under there to get the rebound. Yes, it was a play. I can't remember the last time the NBA's had a play other than shoot the three. <laughs> oh, that's some funny stuff. The old days when basketball was our friend, when we were kids, and some of these names stick with us for the rest of our lives. What else happened in the old days when we used to love the NBA and it's changed so much from today? Well, let's see, we talked Lakers, we talked Celtics, we talked about the, the Knicks, we talked about the Bulls with their dynasty. What about Utah? Remember Carl Malone and John Stockton? Remember Mark Eaton? God, those guys would go out there and give it their all and win most of their games and do well in the playoffs. But they were never able to win a championship. What a tragedy. What about Charles Barkley? Chuck gave it his all. And he was Chuck. He was on another level. And no mercy when you played when Chuck played. But Chuck never won a championship. What a tragedy. The point being here is the NBA was just so incredible. It wasn't a given that some of the greats were going to get a championship. It's, it's like that with all sports. But that just made the game more exciting to watch, more competition, and more love of the game. Something else I noticed back then, it was really not just love. It was love-hate. Because if you loved your team, you probably hated the rest of the league. And now, it's not like that. Now you've got good teams that are on top, and that's where all the talent is, so... Those teams get the respect, but those teams on the bottom, nobody really cares about them. I don't even think their home city does. Look at Oklahoma. They're having a hard time keeping their fan base, and that's because they just got pushed to the side. Back in the old days, it didn't matter if your team won or lost because it was an organization. It was there to build your city. It had the logo. It had the jerseys. And that's what it was because it was more than just winning or losing. It was playing basketball. Basketball used to be so fun. Today it's changed. And I'm, it's still fun. I'm not trying to put down today's game. I just thought I'd look back to the good dope days when the NBA was so great. Now I miss it. Okay. You know, back then, here's something else. The refs used to take, they used to take a lot of heat. You know, they 
it was their call that many times could be the decision. And a lot of times their calls weren't popular. But you know what? Back then, there wasn't an instant replay. Back then, whether you liked it or not, whatever that call was, you had to live with it. And back then, everybody respected the referees. Today, that's a little different. Today, they've got that instant replay. They've got to huddle and try to get it right. They've got to go through everything with a fine comb and be perfect. And heaven forbid that they have to overrule a bad call because instant replay is a part of the game now. Back then, the call was made. You went, oh, no, or yes, great, and you moved on. And that's the way officiating should be. It should be like that in baseball, in basketball, in football, and hockey. You know, I still think it's like that in hockey. I'm not sure if they have an instant replay. I'm sure one day they probably will. But the point was, was you respected the officiating, and you took their word at it, and guess what? They called it as they saw it. They weren't against any one team or rivalry because their job was to make the call. And I think they did a pretty good job. The officiating was a very big part of the game. Today, that's changed. It's the instant replay. It's the three-point game. It's the transition. It's, let's see if we can score 150 points today. Let's see if we can try to play good defense and hold our opponents to only 120 points. Just a different game. But those old school basketball games, I love them. And um, I, I'll always remember them because when I was a kid, I, was a, I grew up with them. And so this is for all those old time games that we used to love and we miss. Old school basketball. Probably won't be back, but at least we took a few minutes to talk about it and enjoy all the fun things that we used to do with old school basketball. Okay, guys, I'm Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the Sports Comedy Show. I hope you like this edition of the old school basketball because I really wanted to talk about it. Have a good day.